Hi, this is Sumo Mainichi. I'm Amy. I'm with Dave. And we're going to tell you all about day 11 of the Kyushu Basho. We didn't go out to any Japanese movies tonight. We spent all our um, energy on the Sumo. We'll tell you all about it. Hope your week two of the Basho is going well. How's your week two? Oh, it's dragging on forever. It feels like this week has already gone for about eight days, but we're, we're, we're quite busy outside our sumo yeah. commitments. Melbourne's really opened up. <laughs> it certainly has. We're really getting out there. Weather in Fukuoka today, 13 degrees uh, Celsius, 55 degrees Fahrenheit as the action wrapped up today. 2% chance of rain, so 2% chance you should pack an umbrella Again, so unhelpful. Is it well, going to rain or not? To, it was meant to rain. We're just so used to this in Melbourne because yeah. it was meant to rain today. There was no sign of it. It was really hot and humid. So I think the weather there and here today was actually quite similar. Did you not see the clouds going yeah. past? They, they looked apocalyptic. But yeah, they it looks like us. it's going to rain yeah. heaps tomorrow, I think. Yep. If anyone's interested in the weather in Melbourne. <laughs> uh, one of the stars, shall I say, of Sumo Do, the sumo documentary we saw as part of the Japanese film festival in Melbourne was Ryuden. Yes. Today, he defeated Aozora to move to six and zero. He's Ryuden. on the comeback. He is. Interestingly enough, he defeated, uh, as I said, Aozora, the 38-year-old from Osaka, birthday, August 26. Same as yours. My birthday. So, yeah, Aozora, if you want to get together. We can hit an Have izakaya. a combined party. Absolutely. We could do it. Uh, in other news, Akisiyama went Kachikoshi 4-2 with a defeat over Ryusei. Yep. So he'll be moving up the Makushita ranks, assuming he, he stays in. There's no reason why he wouldn't. He's looking okay. So good news for both Ryuden and Akisiyama. Jurio Enho. He has discovered the henker. It's like he's finally uh, realised that he too can give it a go. He did it today. He jumped to his left and slapped Kotokuzan down. Now, Kotokuzan was in excellent form. So I guess Anho thought, you know, he's just desperate to get back to Makuchi. He'll do anything. And so today it was the henker. Enho moves to seven and four. Kotokuzan nine and two. Are we happy? Are you happy just to not call that dog act out? You're going to let that go? Um. Oh, I'm really conflicted about it. Yeah. I don't know. Does it is it Dog Axe Injurio? Yeah, it is. I I just feel like he is so willing to do anything to get back. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not a dog, a dog act. act. <laughs> what about you? You obviously think it is. Uh, I'll talk about this later. Oh. Later in the uh, series. Okay. Haven't got time for it now. It's okay. too much. Asanawaka was strong today with his Oshi Sumo against Kyokutaisei. He is now eight and three. That's his Kachikoshi, which is fantastic news for him for ex Terasawa. A really likable, fun guy, and I'm pleased to see him stay in Jurio. He's Jurio 13. He'll be moving up. Kyokutaisei is two and nine. Chiona Or got cleaned up by Kyokushu Ho, which gives Chiona Or his Makakoshi. Unfortunately, Kyokushu Ho is five and six. Ichiyamamoto swung down Kotoshoho to deny Kotoshoho his Kachikoshi, and mm. Ichiyamamoto now moves to nine and two. He's looking on point. Ichiyamamoto. I was really focused on Kotoshoho in this bout. I was like, okay, Kachikoshi bout, here we go. I didn't even really look at his opponent. And then suddenly was like, wow, that was great. Yeah, sumo. it really, really was. And there was Ichiyamamoto looking fantastic. Keishaw and Yago both came in at three and seven, fighting to keep their Kachikoshi dreams alive. They sorted this one out on the belt, but Yago prevailed. He moves to four and seven, unfortunately for Keishaw. At Jurio three, I believe. Three two, and, I think oh, he might have even been. I did check it before. Very, very high, but that's Makakoshi for him. Yeah. Yeah, a learning experience. Let's put it down to that. Yep. He got as high as he could for now, and uh, now he can 
just revel in Juria for a while. Wakamoto Haru and Oho locked up in a very important bout for both of these guys. And it was Wakamoto Haru who took himself forward, took Oho backwards, and Wakamoto Haru picked up his Kachikoshi. Oho just faltering a little bit towards the end of this basho now has uh, a couple of wins, we, a couple of losses. A couple sorry. of losses. We said yesterday that today was going to be the test and he failed mm. that test today. Just didn't come forward. No. And... Um, the strength that we've seen, yeah. the barrier, he's just been a massive barrier and nobody's been able to get past him and he's stepped forward and we haven't seen that in the, the last couple of losses for him. So he's now nine and two, Wakamata Haru eight and three. So that means that there's three guys now, it's all, as often happens in the second week of Jiria, it's sort of everyone comes together and it's Ichi Yamamoto, Oho and Kotokuzan on nine wins. Then on eight, Wakamata Haru, Asana Waka. <laughs> up there. And on seven, still in it, Kotoshoho and Enho. Can I just jump back to Wakamoto Haru? At Jurio won eight wins. Oh, yes. He's Kachikoshi. Probably. Well, it's Kachikoshi, but we're looking at almost certain uh, for him to be in Makuchi for the first time in January. Yeah, and maybe with Wakataka Kage's form, he'll be uh, overtaking <laughs> his rank in no time. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's move on to the top division, the first bout of the day. Chiyomaru up against Hokuto Fuji. And I want to just say straight up, Disrespectful having Hokuto Fuji in the first bout of the day. Oh, so odd, wasn't it? Did not like it one bit. Hokuto Fuji looked like he came to win, though. He pushed and shoved Chiyomaru around the doyo before getting around the back. And after an unsuccessful Chiyomaru pull, drove Chiyomaru out of Kuridashi. Yeah, Chiyomaru did fine, but uh, Hokuto Fuji was unrelenting under the arms, looked really strong, and picked up his ninth win at Maegashira 12. So, like I think most of it, as expected, he will be sort of moving quite a bit up the ranks, especially with some of the uh, doldrums that are happening up the top of the Magashira ranks. <laughs> He'll probably Magashira one. Is there any word on Sumo social media about a special prize for Hokuto Fuji? Oh, yeah. Well, he'd have to get double digits for sure. Okay. Um, there are a few other people. Oh, that, that's just me. That's not Sumo social media. That's just my, my brain All right, social media. And, and I, I really feel like these special prizes come from... Uh, social media hype. So let's get on it. Hashtag Hokuto Fuji Kantosho. Yep. Let's do it. Chiyomaru, he is five and six. Ishira next against Sadna Umi. Sadna Umi locked up Ishira's arms over the top. He was standing higher and near the edge, Ishira suddenly tried to pull away and pull Sadna Umi down. It's a good thing to try, but due to the arm lock that he was in, he just succeeded in pulling Sadna Umi towards him while he went out. So a crush down win for Sadna Umi. Yeah, Ishira fell right on top of the central shimpan, Sakai Gawa Oyakata. Yep. All over him <laughs> there, him. knocked him straight back. Sadna Umi looked good here, though. Yeah, he did. He, he's um, he's mostly looked good, I think, most days. He's moving well and very decisive at the touchy eye, which takes him to his seventh win. He's seven and four. Come on, Sadna Umi, just one more. In Ishira is five and six. Kagiyaki up next against Teretsuyoshi. After a couple of false starts, Teretsuyoshi came out. He was looking busy, which left Kagiyaki. He was. He was, wasn't he? Just like a little puppy. Um, and this left Kagiyaki unable to stabilise and get his arms into position, even though he was trying very hard to. Teretsuyoshi kept coming forward. Uh, the thrust attacks were low. And then he dived to his right, got the belt of Kagiyaki. Kagiyaki recovered, took Teretsuyoshi to the bales, but Teretsuyoshi, it was him 
This time he recovered quickly, moved around and drove Kagiaki over the bales. This was a real back and forth affair. It was. Teretsuyoshi is always attacking Kagiaki from a different angle, standing him up, pushing his arms up. I do think if Teretsuyoshi had have stopped moving, he might have been in trouble because that's what Kagiaki looks for, looks to lock you up and suddenly drive forward. But he just couldn't with the ever moving. Teretsuyoshi, I thought this was a good plan from him. It was great sumo. And this means that Kagiyaki gets his makakoshi. So he's three and eight at this point. It's his seventh makakoshi in a row. He's been falling from his highest rank, Maegashira, three that whole time. And just to point out again that some of his falls have been pretty ridiculous. You know, he's gone six, nine and fallen just half a spot. Yeah. Sort of moving across move the bunzuke. across, yeah. Well, will he be lucky again? I think he's going to need a few more wins to stay in the top division. Mm. Teretsuyoshi, though, fighting back on five and six. Kodnowaka up against Aqua. And another lacklustre Tachiai from Kodnowaka on the left today. Aqua got on the belt, but Kodnowaka was able to help himself as well. Their positions were reversed. Aqua tried to take Kodnowaka to the edge and they ended up turning around. Then Kodnowaka powered forward, took Aqua to the edge and Aqua, as he got there, tried to stand up on the Tawara but ended up falling backwards. He did, with his belt hold, pull Kodnowaka forwards with the belt and because of this, Kodnowaka stepped out as Aqua fell. It was given to Kodnowaka, um, but then Amonui was called. It was called. So Aqua crashed off the doyo. He got up certain yes. that he'd won. He sprung up. Which was Weird. He was looking pleadingly mm. uh, at the boys around the uh, doyo to get up and have a chat about this. And they did that, as you said. The replay showed Akua, as you said, he grabbed the belt of uh, Kodnawaka as he was falling back. It looked pretty close, actually. Kodnawaka's foot did go over the bales as about the same time Akua was leaving that horizontal plane of the doyo. But as I explained, it it was a dead body yeah. rule, essentially, for Akua. So they judged that as he was falling back, he was out. Yep, and they said that in the, the yep. decision. So uh, Gunbai Dori was upheld. It was given to Kodnawaka. It was given Yoritaoshi. Akua was devastated. <clears throat> he was. Like you said that he was pretty sure that he had pulled Kodnawaka out first and that it would be given to him even though he was falling out. He walked, he absolutely trudged he out looked, so I mean, slowly. He's not a rikishi who, who tends to show a lot of negative emotion. No. <laughs> I wondered whether it was the call there or the fact that he had the better of Kodnawaka yeah. in the early part yes. of this bout and absolutely. Should, should have put him away, but yeah. he didn't. Yeah, and Kodnowaka not in great form, so <clears throat> perhaps that played into it as well. But he looked despondent walking back down the Hanamichi Aqua. He is six and five, but Kodnowaka saved himself from Makakoshi one more day today. He is four and seven. Kaisei up next against Hidenumi. Kaisei looked to get in close out of the touchy eye. He found Hidenumi's belt with the right hand, but Hidenumi, he shot his hips back. Uh, Kaisei was desperately trying to find that left hand to complete the set. And in the end, he had to drop the right hand belt on Hidenumi to get the left. But once Kaisei had that left hand on the belt, he used that to drive Hidenumi back over the bales. There was nothing Hidenumi could do today. <laughs> yeah, Kaisei had his hand outstretched the whole time. Sometimes the opponent will slap it away or grab it to make sure that they can't bend Kaisei's arm was just kind of waiting outstretched the whole time and Hidunumi didn't do anything about it 
So Kaisei got it on patiently, even though it was a, a slow bout. He pulled off the Yorikiri win and he moves to five and six. As we say, every time Kaisei gets a win in this particular basho, it's a crucial one for him because he's at Maegashira 17. So five and six for him. Hidden Umi is six and five. Aoyama up against Chionokuni and Aoyama at the Tachiai backed off. He was sort of blasted away by Chionokuni. Then he backed off some more and then he fell over and rolled off the doyo. So not the best day for him. Wasn't great. It was a uh, powerful thrusting sumo from Chionokuni. It was. Though. I mean, it was because of Chionokuni. It was. Yeah. Aoyama did not want to engage with it today. Not really. And he was cleaned up and handed his makakoshi today by yep. Chionokuni. That's three and eight. For Aoyama at Maegashira 9, Gina Cooney, 6 and 5 now, starting to look a little better. The next bout of the day, Kotoeko up against Shohozan, both Rikishi coming in with a losing record already, 2 and 8, both of them from Kyushu. You could see a, a quite a variety of uh, towels and signs for both of these two Rikishi if you looked around the uh, stadium today. But today we got to see Shahorzan at his brutal best. The first strike out of the touchy eye forced Kotoeko a long way back. All Shahorzan needed to do was to move in and finish the job. Yori Kiri, this is the Shahorzan we want to see. Yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind. He looked powerful. It's just such a pity he already has the Makakoshi. The um, crowd responded well. They Didn't were really they, uh... pleased for him, but it wasn't the kind of massive roar that it would have been if he was still saving himself, you know, the the sort of writings on the wall now with that Makakoshi, mm. but at least he could overrun poor old Kotoeko today. His supporters, not quite as happy. He's two and nine and Chahorzan, one more win clawed back. He's three and eight. Tochinoshin against uh, Chiyoshoma. And what goes around comes around. Tochinoshin henkered Chiyoshoma. <laughs> sure. Very small traces of dog act here that I've got to yeah. say. I, I felt absolutely comfortable with this. You're I allowed think to there do is it. a retribution angle Yeah, to you're this. allowed to do it against Chiyoshoma for sure. For sure. Chiyoshoma, though, he didn't fall prey to it. He followed Tochinoshin around and they moved chest to chest. They both got on the belt here. We know that Chiyoshoma can do some things on the belt and he, he is strong at the moment. Tochinoshin, though, still remembers his uh, instinct kicks in when his hands clasp around that mawashi and he surged forward strongly. He did struggle to get Chiyoshoma over the bales. That's the really tricky for him, part for him at the moment, um, anchoring those knees and just getting that final push. But he grit his teeth, used those huge muscles, and Chiyoshoma went over. Tochinoshin still on the road to Kachikoshi. He's grinding this one out. He's four wins, <laughs> four losses, and three days off. Very impressive. Can he do the impossible over the next four days? Yeah, well, everyone will be watching to see because it would be something very impressive. I I, I would love to see it, actually, but time will tell. Chiyoshoma with that loss is six and five. Ura up next against Abi. Abi. Yeah. He just had no time for Ura's non-touchii. So interesting to see him approach it this way. Of course, Ura doesn't come forward. Abi made the, the decision to move forward, move forward quickly, and he hit Ura with high attacks. But because Abi stayed upright, these attacks were angled down. They hit Ura on the shoulders, but pushed him mm, downwards, yeah. even lower, and then eventually just crumbled Ura down uh, across the bales. I thought this was clever sumo from Abi. It was, but it was the opposite from Ura because if he was going to wait, 
um, and he basically knew what Abby was going to do. Isn't there some scope then to get in with the leg or to mm. grab the arm and pull him forward? Or he just didn't, as he said, he kind of just got crushed down and yeah. didn't offer much resistance here. This is their first bout against each other as Sekitori. They fought once in 2016 in Makusha. Wow. And it was a disappointing one. Yeah. Not able to mount any defence. But flip it around, Arby, double figures. And, I mean, he's has to be on the prize, on the board for a special prize yeah. as well. Uh, he's red hot at the moment, Arby. And staying with the leaders on 10 and 1. Mm. Very, very impressive. Ura, he's already picked up his Kachikoshi, so you, he can relax. He's 8 yeah. and 3. Chiatairu and Tamawashi. Chiatairu jumped forward at the touchy eye. It's a forward day for him. Tamawashi gave up ground. He decided he didn't need to go forward and combat Chiatairu's movement here. He moved back in a series of tiny steps, backing dangerously towards the Tawara. But as he was nearly there, he took Chiatairu and slapped him down to the side. I, I watched his... Deft. <laughs> I watched uh, Tamawashi's face intently on the yeah. slow motion replay because there wasn't a lot to see in this bout. He just looked completely not bothered yep. by being taken back. And I think it was very much on his terms. Yes. So that when the time came to twist, he was ready. Yep. An easy day at the office for Tamawashi. <laughs> and that takes him to nine and two at Maegashira six. Great to see. Yep. Chiyotaru five and six. Shimano Umi up next against Yutakiyama. Yutakiyama opened well here. His Oshi Sumo looked balanced and powerful, but it didn't really worry Shimano Umi. Shimano Umi kept his feet planted and he dodged uh, the attacks with his upper body beautifully. Uh, Shimano Umi then drove forward and it looked like he was going to flip this one completely, but Yutakiyama on the bales fights his way off stumbles forward with just mm. enough control to clean Shimano Umi up and see him over the bales. Not beautiful sumo today no. from you, Takiyama, but a win's a win. Yeah. I mean, was it control or was it a bit of luck? I think it was probably both. Yeah. Um, he did really well to stay up, but that then sort of falling into Shimano Umi was a bit of a boon for him. Um, he's not all I was on point. I thought that worked yeah. well for him today. His arm was was strong against Shimano Umi's throat, worked well. Um, again, at the end when Shimano Umi, there wasn't a bad fall or anything, but Shimano Umi did step down off the doyo and Yutakiyama straight away, yeah. he's just like, what's happened? How can I get this guy back up? He's always concerned for his opponent. N nicest guy in sumo. He's, he really <laughs> it's is. just something I'm really noticing at the moment. Very so, concerned. Very concerned, but some very positive signs. Uh, mm. from Yutakiyama today. Yep. He's four and seven. He's yep. on the road. Shimano Umi, five and six. Tobizaru up against Hoshoryu. This was a pretty wild affair. <laughs> Tobizaru stayed back and stayed low off the touchy eye. He watched for a couple of seconds and then he hit his activation button, kicked into action. But Hoshoryu, he can move quickly as well. He wasn't slow and he goes for it as well. Hoshoryu tried a brief leg sweep, really tried to <laughs> kick in a long way. Why not? He didn't make contact with Tobizaru and he managed to stay upright. Tobizaru stayed upright despite a shove down attempt. But Tobizaru couldn't get close because he'd stayed started so far back. He then decided that he needed to get in against Hoshoryu's body, but he couldn't quite break through the barrier. And it was Hoshoryu instead who found the upper hand and took Tobizaru back over the bales. Yeah. I think a real contrast in styles that we saw today, um, Tobizaru 
got himself out of a few tight situations well. Mm. But Hoshori was just solid and consistent and that's going to win 14 out of 15 bouts for you if you do that. Uh, a, a, an easier day for Hoshori today. His last two days he lost against Takakesho, then Terunofuji. What a relief to wake up and see uh, Toby Zaru's name next yeah, to yours on the draw. I'm not sure I'd call it easy, but I do think it was a, a reasonably comprehensive victory. Well, I'd say it's easier than Tucker Keisho and Terran Well, true. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it that way, absolutely. Magashira 8, Toby Zaru. Thank you. I'll take yep. it. Both of these guys are now on five and six. Next bout was Tucker Fuji up against Tucker Northshaw. Tucker Northshaw hit Tucker Fuji hard, worked him back to the bales quickly. Takara Fuji, he's a master in this situation. He twisted his body, flicked Takanosho down as he stepped out, though. This one looked close. It was given to Takara Fuji. Monoe was called. Yeah, they had a look at it. It did look very, very close. Uh, there was no dead body coming into play here. And they didn't talk about it for too long. And they gave it a Torinaoshi. Which so, we were it. okay with. Yeah, we thought that was probably the way to go. Absolutely. Look, too close to call. We get to see more sumo, which at the end of the day, we're all winners. But this was a carbon copy of the first yeah. time around. Tucker Offshore moves Tucker Fuji to the exact same spot on the Tawara using the exact same series of attacks. But this time there was no escape for Tucker Fuji and Tucker Offshore escorted him over the bales, Yori Kitty. Yeah, it was like Tucker Offshore had said, okay. Thanks for the second chance. This is what I was trying to do before and now I'll pull it off properly. We commented that we would have loved to see the two bouts in a split screen or sort of mm. overlaid on top of each other to see exactly where Takara Fuji went wrong the second time or where Takanosha went right the second time because it was much more dominant and, and just took Takara Fuji straight out. So when you say everyone's winners with more sumo, that is absolutely the case except for Takara yeah. Fuji <laughs> because he lost. He did. Takara Fuji now on the road to Kachikoshi. He's used to being there and I'm confident he'll get to 8-7. Takanosha, <laughs> 7 and 4. Okunumi came up next against Wakataka Kage and this was over in the blink of an eye. Okunumi was slapped down, ended up on all fours, legs splayed. It was a much-needed win for Wakataka Kage, but not a particularly pretty one. It wasn't. Did Okunumi slip here? I couldn't tell whether it was uh, partially his feet giving way. I think or? his feet didn't. It was your classic, your feet don't move sure. forward. And so, yeah. yes, you slip back, but because you're on an angle. No one likes to see it. Okunumi, with that quick loss, moves to four and seven. Another rikishi on the road to Kachikoshi. It is rush hour. Wakataka Kage trudging there all together. At Maegashira 1 is also on the road. He is 4 and 7 as well. The next bout of the day, Daisho up against Onosho. Onosho was crowding the Shikiri Sen. Did you notice this? He puts his hands right on it and Almost leans in front. forward. I think he's been told off uh, yeah. before for just, for going too far over. I don't mind it. Like he really crowds it and makes his opponent not mm. come so far forward. And his opponent today, Daisho, does not mind doing that. Uh, they opened with thrusting attacks. Daisho, though, he shot to the side really early, trying to catch Onosho off balance, but Onosho reacted quickly, stayed on his feet. They continued trading thrusting attacks until Onosho came at Daisho a bit too hot. Daisho was able to step aside and slap Onosho to the dirt. Hataki Komi. Yeah, he couldn't pull off the first slap, Daisho, but he certainly did the second. They're, they're quite even, these two. They fought a lot. It's 8-10 now, Daisho 8 uh, on, oh, on really? Osho 10. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Daisho um, 
finding one more win against him. But yeah, they've they've fought a lot. And um Onosho used to have the upper hand, but now Daishou is is coming back. Both these guys now on the road to Kajikoshi joins a big pack. They've all Yikes. got their backpacks, their walking sticks. The howling wind in their ears. They're both four and seven at this point. So I, I guess it, I, I'm guessing, no, they've because they've already done day twelve, mm. uh, Torikumi before yep. this day's finished. So I thought we might have seen mm. like let's put a lot of these four seven uh, rikishi together and get it sorted out, but we might have to wait another day for that. Yep. Next up, Miyogiri and Kiribayama. Kiribayama moved around to his left. He slapped the left hand on the belt. This is a move that he's been using fairly successfully this time around, or at least trying. <laughs> he's pulled it off a couple of times. He pressed against Miyogiryu on the side. Miyogiryu started to wonder how he was going to get out of this when Kiribayama grip flipped, waste, didn't waste any time, picked Miyogiryu up with the two hands on the belt. And when I say picked him up, it was a serious pickup. It was a Tochinoshin-style pickup. Absolutely. He was, I reckon, 15, 20 centimetres above the ground. Tsuri Dashi, which is the lift over the Tawara, but yeah. this was a big lift. Miyogiryu flying through the air, lifted up into the air and uh, popped out. I mean, this was unbelievable to see. Yeah. I treated myself to looking Miyogiryu directly in the eyes as he was taken out. There's something about looking at a man as he's being lifted over the Tawara, <laughs> it's like the soul leaves their body. I was going to say it's like you've got to pull down the blinds at that point. Yeah, you, you just got to be like, okay, okay, this is happening. I've just got to get this over with as quick as I can. Yep. I'm in the Look, air. Eight losses in a row from your Gideon now. Eight losses eight in losses a row. Eight losses in a row. Wow. He's two and nine at Maegashira three. This is a disaster. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Um, I thought he looked good in the early parts of this bout, but Kiribayama... Uh, Kiriyama's 4-7 now, but I think the sumo that we've seen over the last three or four days is leagues better than what we saw in week one. Just took him a little bit of time to get going. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing all right. He's on the road 4-7. So he, he'll be very obviously at Komasubi. He'll want to maintain that rank, but mm. it's hard work for him from here. I completely agree. I think it's very, very unlikely, but I know nothing about sumo is another thing that I've realised after watching today's <laughs> Every, The bouts. more you watch, the less you know. I feel that. Yeah, sometimes. I, it's just incomprehensible to me. Anyway. <laughs> Miyogiryu, he is too. <laughs> having a crisis. Miyogiryu, two and nine. But I mean that in a positive way. I yeah. Think that yep. as, as you go through life, the more, what life is, is growing to realise mm -hmm. what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I saw some stuff today that I just couldn't explain. Yeah. Well, there's one coming up in particular that both of us had us shaking our heads. Absolutely. And I think if you say that you can explain what happened in every sumo bout, then you're just lying to yourself. Precisely. Could not have said it better. That's why we bring you on sumo, my niche. Yeah. Honesty. All right. Next bout of the day. Sekiwake Mitakumi up against Maegashira 5. Takiyasu. Takiyasu. He didn't bother going for the belt today. Came out firing, which I'm a big fan of. Mitakumi, though, doesn't mind a bit of a fire back. So they traded thrusting attacks before reaching a brief stalemate by the bales. Mitakumi then slapped down an incoming Takiyasu attack, stepped around the side and pushed Takiyasu over the bales. It was beautiful for Mitakumi. It was, and it was good for him to, to come back after his defeat. One thing that can happen to him in second week that we've commented on many times is that they sort of accumulate and he lets himself go a bit. So to come back and beat Takiyasu of all people today, which is not easy, is uh, 
a really good sign for him. You don't always see him go for the nod away. He used it well here, I thought. Good angles on Takiyasu and picked up the Yorikiri win, Mitakumi. He's nine and two, really keeping himself up there. Uh, and Takiyasu five and six. The Ozeki. The first Ozeki bout of today was uh, Ozeki Takakesho up against Magashira for Endo. Endo off the touchy eye did what he often does, reaches out with the hand to try to get on the front of the Mawashi, but he was blocked by Takakesho's first thrust. He tried to go around the side Endo, but he was blocked again. And from then on, it was about Takakesho's shoves. They're powerful and they sent Endo staggering. Takakesho moved forward. He's suddenly in the blink of an eye, he's on the edge. And he shoves Endo out. Yeah, it was really Tucker K shows what well, was the the movement, but also the timing of that movement forward. He's just a rhythm master, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's the conductor. He just understands the rhythm of sumo. Oh, I thought this was sublime today. He's just looking on point. I, I don't have much to say about this. This was Ozeki Sumo from yep. Tucker K show today. He's 10 and 1. I I was a little disappointed. I thought Endo might have had something more considered. Yeah. Yeah, because two things about Endo. One is he often looks like he has a plan and mm. is able to put that into plan, yeah. <laughs> into action, action. Um, very well. And the other thing is he's good at improvising. We saw neither. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's five and six Endo. And as I said, Takakesho, 10 and one. That brings us to the second last bout of the day. Ozeki Shodai, Sekiwake Meisei. Meisei came out fast on the touchy eye, but Shodai smothered the forward momentum and went to work driving Meisei backwards. Meisei, he was thrashing around, but nothing would stop this Shodai wall from closing in. Uh, he just kept working away and took Meisei out. Another Ozeki performance today from Shodai. Good to see the Ozeki in good form. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was actually the bout that we were talking about that we were questioning what we understood about this bout. <laughs> what what actually went on here? Be, yeah. Because we just saw Meisei beat Takakesho, but then the way and number one, and then number two, Short Eye has looked a little bit lackluster or a little bit not as strong. But today he, as you said, he smothered Meisei and he stopped all of Meisei's movement and power. And then he suddenly found his own while he was standing up, yeah. which he often yeah, does. He does that. And it's four times in a row now that Shorta has beaten Meisei right. and maybe it's something about the two of them together, but it was just such different, such a different outcome from what we'd seen already this special, I think. You're exactly right. And I think that's, yeah, this was the bout where I just said, I just know nothing about yeah. Sumo because this should have gone that Meisei comes out hot and Shorta tries to take him on the back foot and then they sort it out from there. But Shorta was just moving forward. I love it when he does that though. Mm. Yep. He looks... I won't say unstoppable, but he looks very, very good. Yeah, I think he's quite stoppable. <laughs> he's very but, stoppable. Uh, he did lef lift <laughs> Meisei's arms up high. I yeah. like that. I thought that was a good way of negating his movement, stopping him moving to the side and being able to move forward. Maybe it was something to do with that. But, yeah, Shorai takes himself to seven and four, has to be pleased with that win today in terms of that score. And Meisei is five and six. The final bout of the day, Yokozuna Terunofuji, and today his opponent was Komasubi Ichinojo. Ichinojo chose to go body to body with Terunofuji. I mean, he's big and he can push and he's strong. He got his left arm on the outside 
around the outside of Terunofuji's arms. Terunofuji had the belt as well with one hand, but Ichinojo was really holding strong. He was jostling Terunofuji around. He took him close to the bales once and twice. Terunofuji managed to stop him, but he wasn't finding it easy to push Ichinojo back. After a while, though, Terunofuji did manage to get the left hand on as well tried to throw Ichinojo sort of around side to side and here Ichinojo's hold got dislodged and he sort of got flipped around a full 360. His balance has gone and when he tried to re-engage with Terunofuji, he sort of tried to go for his own throw, which didn't do much to re-establish his balance and so Terunofuji at that point could push forward and crush Ichinojo down. I, I think this is as good an effort as we've seen this basho against Terunofuji. And I think that was really demonstrated by when Ichinojo managed to move Terunofuji vaguely towards the Tawara, the crowd went yeah, wild. crazy. <laughs> yeah. And the commentators are all screaming. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I think people, they thought there was a chance. And you're right, it was only the time where, where Ichinojo thought, I'll have a go at throwing. That's mm. when the wheels fell off. But he was so competitive through the entire... Uh, about up to that point. Yeah, I wouldn't have said that anyone would have expected him to have provided the the best um, uh, opposition. Opposition. Yeah. That's right. That's a word yeah. to Terunofuji so far, and he really did. He's four and seven. He's on the road as well. Takes up his pack, but um, he did well today, and he can hold his head high. I he thought. absolutely can. Yokozuna Terunofuji. He continues on his rampage. His eleven and zero uh, takes through the leaderboard. Yeah, well, he's out. In front, on 10, there's Takakeisho and Abi. They both won today. And so did Mitakuyumi, Tamawashi and Hokuto Fuji, who are on nine. If you want eight, it's Ura. Oh, okay. Ura tomorrow takes on Hokuto Fuji, who is one of our nine to Rikishi. An interesting matchup, Abi against Tamawashi. Mm-hmm. They met five times before it's three to Abi's way. Mitakuyumi takes on Endo. Up the top, Shodai takes on Kiribayama. Takiyasu takes on Takakeisho. Okay. Uh, 7-8 Takakeisho's way. I think Takiyasu could give him a run for his money. <laughs> and the final bout of the day, Terunofuji up against Meisei. Meisei, of course, was one of the few Rikishi who beat Terunofuji last basho, beating him on day 12. Yep. Him and Knows how to do it. Thank you so much for joining us on Day 11 Sumo Mainichi. We will see you tomorrow for all the action, Day 12. See you then. Bye. Yeah.